When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the NBA, the game can change at an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets by betting five bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. You can even bet on Luka's MVP odds at the end of the year. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. The crown is yours. We can't get demonetized two days in a row, Scott. She can't do it twice. Hey, we can Hey, Chad, we can give you one. We can give you one, but we cannot do it two times. We appreciate y'all. Listen, man, when I tell you guys, I ain't lying When I tell these people that, you know, this week will be filled with Philadelphia Eagles content and reactions. I'm not lying. We're going to run this all the way into Friday. Look, this ain't me being petty or anything. We just have a lot to talk about. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles were once the best team in football, and there's a lot of angles to the game, Will. Still, there's a lot of elements that happened, um, you know, last uh, last uh, Sunday. And and we just need to break this thing down to, to the very last molecules, guys. I don't want people to think that we're being petty or anything like that. It's just that we just need to crack down on every single angle of this yeah. of this game here so we got a film session coming out today we got uh some more film coming out we're gonna do two extra patreons watching the eagles on wednesday and thursday we got an episode of the peanut butter lounge where we break it down some eagles uh content reactions that we might even do some saturday but that's just that was on my mind already scott sheesh 
that was on my mind already. <laughs> now, now look, when we get to the bills, <laughs> we ain't doing none of that shit. It's false. We, no way. Not this time. Two days, then on to the Dolphins, Scott. Um, speaking of which, though, Scott, did you uh get a chance to watch the Dolphins last night? I sure did. A, a, a very uh, humbling reminder that this is a week-to-week league, and you better take your opponent serious. And I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a time, though, dog. We got to focus on Buffalo. Yeah. And that 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 might be one of the um, tougher games of the past since San Francisco, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, like that team, just how they how they do things on offense and with that dude they got at um at a quarterback, that game is bound to be a little more difficult than I would think an Eagles game would be or, you know, the, the Miami. The no, 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 no. Um, Buffalo. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Okay. But bu- bu- yeah, Buffalo. Absolutely. I'm not cool. I'm not worried about Tua that that much. That's you why know I was like, wait a minute, we skip it over no. Josh Allen for two. No, 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 sir. Jo- Josh Allen's a dude. Josh Allen yes. is a dude, and he can make this thing real weird. So what we got to do is take advantage of their defense. We gotta, you know, make sure we're on task and not turn the ball over and let him turn the ball over. He's gonna he gonna he gonna turn the ball over. And we gotta capitalize on those things. We're gonna be yep. in their house. I already looked up the weather. It ain't gonna be snowing, but it will be cold. So uh got a lot of lessons to um, you know learn about ourselves after that game but we still on the eagles right now and we are here to break it all down for you i'm your host hey b-o-c-h-l-o-n-b-a-r-d i'm being point guarded by the best in the business master william skywalker still even when i was wrong i got my point across now Thanks. hold on, now Scott, because that yo Scott, that, that was a little long. Now I don't want I don't want <laughs> big them people and one twelve them people. First of all, it won't be big; it'd be Diddy. We definitely don't want that call. Perfect for the call. Nobody, <laughs> you have a phone call. <laughs> Do you accept? He said it. He said it. The folks to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Diddy, Diddy. That, that's that's a different conversation. This what we got for y'all today, chat. We have. A, a bunch of clips from your coaches, from Michael, Daniel, and Brian. Um, I was I was gonna listen to what Jonathan had to say, but you know I ain't really answering what John got to say. Uh, and then we got some film for y'all today. We got some got some film queued up for y'all today. We got uh four plays on defense, highlighting what our linebackers did, highlighting the sack they hit Jalen Hurts with the boogie, the boogie, the boogie, the boogie, the boogie. The sky, we're gonna break that down today. Also, Digizua, uh, one of his breakout plays, and um. Then we're gonna look at uh look at Gilly and have a conversation about what we think Gilly trash talk sounds like. It should be a fun little a fun little situation later on in the um later on in the live stream, Scott. But remember when we met Gilly Dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was just so quiet. Scott, huh? what'd you Sky, say? We were and Scott, we was outside of Cheesecake Factory, first of all. <laughs> which which is funny how how Cheesecake Factory, the image of Cheesecake changed, Factory has yeah. changed over the past couple of months. It was like Gilly, what yeah, I mean? what's up, man? He was, he was like, hey, hey, everything going on, guys. Everything's going to be I'm excited to be here with Dallas. Thank you very much for being a fan here. Which is which really lets me know, like, what is it? If you AJ Brown, first of all, what energy do you get back from him that make you want to talk to him that way? And when Gilly does bad things to you, what does he say, Scott? The first thing I thought about was on uh, Dave Chappelle, right? Um, Charlie Murphy stories. Uh, um, Prince playing basketball. Prince like that. Prince voice. Yep. Why don't you guys? Why don't you guys come over here and <laughs> play some play some hoops? I feel like that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what 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 Gilly did. So Scott, I went out on uh, Twitter, right, and I was like, Twitter, 
what y'all think Gilly says when he's talking shit? And some people was like, Devontae Smith is way better than this. Or he was like, <laughs> don't you wish, don't you wish Diggs was here? But Scott, the funniest one I saw was, I got to get war called ready for this. So, you know, Jalen Hurts don't really fuck with you for real. I saw that one and I was like, and then it just turned into a whole thread. It's on my Twitter, by the way. It The whole thread turned into what y'all think Gilly really saying to AJ Brown. And I read them all in that Prince Dave Chappelle voice. So, I'm go that's on my, how you um, sound, bro. It's crazy. Go on my Twitter. Check that out. Yeah, trying to find it as we speak. Is it from? Is it on game day? It was on. It was on game day, and I was like, I the one it. thing. The one thing I want to know is what did Gilly say to uh to AJ Brown? What is what is what does Gilly say to AJ Brown? And there was some funny stuff up here. You gonna uh, pull some up or we? No, you go ahead. I'm just I'm just trying to find some funny ones for later. There we go. Um, <sighs> huge game though, Sky. And this and and look, this is the last time I'm gonna say how how important this victory was because if the what you laughing at, Scott? What you laughing? It's just something simple. Somebody said, bad route. <laughs> just simple. Bad route. <laughs> nope. Anyway, go ahead before we derail the show, before it gets started. Later. We'll save it for later. Let's go find this. Okay. We're going to save for later. Save for later. Save for later. Because I don't okay, want to stop. Once we get going, I don't want to stop. And I already right. started. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to still go look. I'm going to still go look, but we're going to save for later. Uh, but, Scott, this, this game... I think it was super important for your um, confidence, right? Because it, it, you know, you could have took an L, you could have had a a close victory, a close loss, but you went out there and beat the shit out the Eagles, right? Yeah. And then you went out and said, "Hey, man, even we wasn't even perfect, you know. Even we gave them seven points. Even we still offensively missed some throws, missed some opportunities. So if you can whoop that team, a nine and three team, um, if you can whoop that team." 10 and 3, whatever they are. If you can whoop them and still leave meat on the bone, shots out to Joe Randall, that just makes you feel like, right? You know, confidence is a word that's been floating around in all of these press conferences, whether it be Dan Quinn, Brian, or um, Mike. Confidence is a thing. And confidence could be the 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 biggest factor in, okay, week one, maybe we were worried about the Eagles' D-line, Scott. And look, even me and you would say it right, hey, man, that, that, that first time we lined up against the Eagles, we don't want to run the ball. And now we're in a place because we're confident now. we like, man, we're going to push them dudes. Man, man, put Tyler over there and let's run the ball more than we thought that we could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even Mike saw that. Hey, let's 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 run the ball now. We see that we're moving these guys around a bit. Um, or even on the D-line side, we can walk into that first game going, hey, man, they're going to run the football. That's the best offensive line in the league. And DeAndre Swift could be going. We got to be careful. Sky, we suck our teeth at the idea that DeAndre Swift's going to do anything to us now or that we can't take control of that offensive line when we line up against them. And that team, their superpowers lie in their offensive line and defensive line, Scott. So now as a team, we can go, if you ain't got a Jordan Davis or a Jalen Carter combo, Fletcher Cox combo, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't got like a uh, like a Lane Johnson, Landon Dickerson, uh, tr- uh, uh, Jason Kelsey type combo, we feel like we can roll in and be successful against you. We still got to, you know, bring our lunch to work, Scott, but we feel confident enough that we can go in there and duel against you. Um, 
And as far as your quarterback, I don't think that there's a pass defense that we can't deal with because I think that we've seen the best of them. Like, we know what the Jets look like. We know what, what, you know, some of these other pass defense look like. Even the Rams, who they don't get the big respect watching film, you can respect the Rams' pass defense and what they did to some of these guys. Um, the only hurdle in front of us is San Fran. And when we go see them, that's a whole nother conversation. But just whether we're going against the Bills, whether we're going against the, the Miami Dolphins, they're not going to be able to block us up front. That, that, that's the mindset. So let's go out there and let's take advantage. Or, you know, you know, Tua, Tua not special like that. He's running this through this offense or whatever. We do whatever we got to do to Tyreek Hill. Tua's food. Well, if you're talking NFC, even though the Tua and, and the Bills are, you know, we they are on the schedule. Sure. That's not the teams you're going to have to go through. I agree in the, in the NFC. So you're right. I think it's it's San Fran. One hundred percent. You know, just just bringing up Bills and Dolphins because one, they're right. on our schedule, right. and two, we if 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 we gonna do this guy, one seed, like we we gotta run the table. We gotta run the table, and we gotta go through them before we go through whatever road to San Francisco or whatever. But Sky, this I keep man. We we said it yesterday, man. If this thing goes through Dallas. In which everybody listening right now, we need to be Seahawks fans, Rams fans, Giants, Cardinals. We need to be fans Ravens. of the Ravens. We need to be fans of these teams. Um, because if we can get this thing to run through Dallas. That's different. Yeah, it's different. It's, 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 it feels so far away because there's four games left and you need so much help. Yep. And that's why I just say, you know what, man, let's just take care of our biz. Sure. Because the chips are going to fall where they may. And again, seeing the Dolphins get knocked off by the Titans. Any freaking game any given sunday yep even the washington football wizards at the end of the season can put their hands on us you know so we gotta mm-hmm. game by game take care of our business but um segway jones guy mike mccarthy looks at these games as like playoff games with no with no consequences right these these next four games uh bills dolphins lions and Wizards, we look at these as like playoff games with no consequence. And then when we get to those next games, you know, that's what we got to be perfect. So this kind of like a simulation, Scott. It's kind of like training a little bit. Here's Mike McCarthy on the idea that we're in like pre-playoffs right now. That's what I'm going to call it, Scott, pre-playoffs. Here's Mike McCarthy talking about the, the, the pre-playoffs, the next stretch of these next four games. Every season I've, I've been a part of, you know, obviously there's a path, you know, and the path is always under construction. You know, I mean, it's not who you play, it's when you play them. Uh, we all know that because of you know the challenges every season, you know lays out for you. Um, but you know these type of games, especially you know in the, in this current season, you know we've had a number of games where you know we've won by a decisive margin. So uh, to play in these kind of games, I think is is a great preparation for playoff football because I mean these are going to be juggernauts. I mean our, you know we've been talking about translation. We beat we beat the shit out of a lot of these teams, but these teams aren't going to be the teams that we have to go through to get to where we want to go through. So the fact that we got to play some of these gangsters right now, it's going to condition us to get ready for those teams. Let's keep listening to Mike Buffalo. Um, you know all morning. I mean, this is going to be. A great environment to play in, you know, outdoors, northern climate, all those things. So, uh, I, I think this is what you need uh, as part of that, you know, opportunity to win, win and grow. And, and that's where I think if you know things go right and you're able to, you know, get the momentum, uh, grab those chunks of confidence that come with a with a good division win, mm-hmm. uh, as we had last night. Um, this is an opportunity to go win and, and grow as a football team, and that's going to be very important. It's always important in December. So uh, there's confidence that comes in these games, and I'm looking forward to the competition of it. And, Scott, just like anything, right, 
we understand that you know Buffalo is like one loss away from being a 500 team or whatever, but that's a dangerous team that you're gonna have to go through. You know what I'm saying? We understand that. So yeah, we we get a lot of confidence from this Eagles game, but man, it's a whole new challenge and it's an uncommon opponent. So they gonna they gonna bring challenges at us. Uh, you know they they gonna they gonna they gonna hit us with a lot. They're gonna you know they gonna they gonna do do they're gonna do things to make it uncomfortable for us because just as desperate as we are for a win, the Buffalo Bills are also as desperate for that win. And that's what playoff football is: two good ass, desperate ass teams fighting for their life and. It's challenges is uh challenges that um come with that guy. Did you have something before I move on, sir? Nah, they're a unique challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. I love how Mike came here and he talked about uncommon opponents and and they yep. usually give us some 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 trouble. You know, Denver comes to mind a while ago. You know, don't play them for years and then run up against them and it was tough. So these uncommon opponents are definitely tricky. And when you got a quarterback like Josh Allen, it makes it even trickier. Yes, sir. Um, somebody asked. We'll just do this. Well, some somebody asked Mike McCarthy. You know, uh, you know, they asked about program building. Did the chat realize you Mike got you saying just like anything? I did it on purpose. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> I'm a content king. I did it on purpose, man. Scott, what y'all? <laughs> I know it, but <laughs> they ain't know that. They think we out here. You, yeah, no. Oh well, you know, just like anything, you know, you gotta come out here and uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, Buffalo's gonna have his challenges, you know, you know, you know it's gonna. Uh, just... Hey, but something about Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy loved to slide in jokes, but he don't let them sit. So just in case they're not funny, he keep you going. <laughs> he just keep going. Hey, you know, we're gonna go to Buffalo. It's gonna be cold, and you know, a big guy like me won't even feel it. But uh, yeah, man, you know, they're gonna have the challenges, man. You know, <laughs> you know, Josh Allen, <laughs> like Mike McCarthy, let it breathe, man. About Mike breathe. McCarthy breathe, but anyway, go ahead. yeah, you know, it's, uh, just, you know, he about to say just like anything when he goes, just like anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, look that deep breath, the deep breath. No, just like anything is coming out. Well, you know, just it's a double you know, delay. It's a, it's a double. You know, he, he got to think harder, so he got to get the. He get a total that's of seven one, seconds. Right, <laughs> he gets seven seconds to come up with something. Well, you know, just um. Well, you know, just like anything, you know, it's, 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 it's always going to be problems associated with playing. He Josh really wants to say, that's what he really wants to say. You <laughs> nigga going to ask me that question, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike McCarthy, what in particular are y'all going to do scheme wise? What's the big secret to stopping Josh Allen? Here well, we go scheme again. <sighs> just like anything, you got to figure out what they're good at. And, and you got to coach it to your guys. I hate when they ask questions like that. Uh, you know, you know, Scott, you know who else do that? Clarence Hill do that. Clarence Hill tell a joke, and he, but he laughed loudly at his jokes. I, I'm going to keep my words to myself. I, go, I, I, go, I, I appreciate Clarence, you know, being an OG, but I'm going to keep my words to myself. Clarence be like, <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the press conference. Hey, hey, hey Clarence, Clarence be putting too much dip on his chip in them, in them, in them question, uh, press conferences, bro. Way oh, too man. much dip in his chip. Hey, yo, Mike, man, I heard you don't like Sean McDermott, man, but you know, man, it just it is what it is, man. But uh, but anyway, I guess you could just beat him with your quarterback because yours better, huh? Cla- <laughs> <laughs> and then Clarence will look over and be like, and follow up. And follow Hold up. On. I got one more, Coach. I got one more before he let anybody else go. Like, he got a lot of dip on that chip. All right. Yeah, he, he has some shit, ain't he? Oh, Scott, we, this is how we ruin relationships, Scott. We need to relax, buddy. I'll tell Clarence. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> He like the uncle, uh, he be slapping, professor. Yeah, yeah, he slapped the shit out of something. 
Mike McCarthy, man, you you build this program, man. You know, year four, I believe what they actually said, and I could be wrong. When I said, it, but it was like, hey, man, year four in Green Bay, you want a Super Bowl or something? I don't even know if that's evil or whatever. But he said, you you year four in Dallas right now, man. What what comes along with building these uh these uh programs and building uh you know traditions and things like that? Mike McCarthy said this. I think like anything, when you walk in the door, you gotta, you gotta clearly understand. It. Recognize the landscape. Wait, stop, wait, stop. Scott, wait, 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 talk about he opened up with with just like anything, but listen, but listen for the breath after to give him two more seconds. I, I think like anything, when you walk in the door, you gotta you gotta clearly understand and recognize the landscape and in, in, in the history. Both Green Bay and, and Dallas. Um, I can remember standing, you know, up in you know in my initial press conference, and, and I was oh, so damn impressive as a first time head coach. I mean, I'm sure. Um, but they, I, but the one question I they they're asking me about rebuilding job, and and I says you don't you don't rebuild the places like this, you know, and like it's the mm. same thing in Dallas, you know. Now we had a, a unique season. You don't rebuild places like this, Scott. It's interesting. You don't rebuild places like this. And I think that's just a compliment to Dak Prescott and what he does. That's a compliment to Will McClay and his scouting, you know. You don't just shake up everything. You come in and you see what's good. And if there's bad, you just kind of trim the fat. But but a, but a place like this, Dallas got a good little situation that's already in place. Let me just fire Kellen. <laughs> Let me just fire Kellen. And then we'll build on that, Scott. You feel me? I feel you, man. In 2020, with the with the pandemic and everything went on there, so, um, but so I, I, my point is, I think you have to get in there and get going, and, and get to, get the you know, the, the football culture the way you want it. Um, you get clearly get your program in place. You know, uh, the way you train your team is, you know, is probably one of the most important. <laughs> well, we're breathing. <laughs> Scott, that mother got surgery. They took one of his lungs out. No, he said they took one of his lungs. Goddamn ASMR up there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like anything. It ain't doing my coach. They got to give him yes or no answers. Like he can't. Yeah, he can't. They can't let him. Uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike, what's the meaning of life? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just like Eddie's like, you know, I just... we got to stop doing it. Because I, I love Mike. I, I'm I a Mike huge Dupuis. fan of Mike. I love Mike. got to be able to have fun with Mike, though. You know? <laughs> Yo, Mike, would you say how Dak Prescott playing is a breath of fresh air? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got to follow up. Hold on. I got one more. I got one more. Okay, I'm sorry. All culture, the way you want it. Um, you get, clearly get your program in place. You know, uh, the way you train your team is, you know, is probably one of the most important uh, components of being a head coach. You know, the structure for your assistants and and all you know all those things that play into it. So, um, and and I think clearly, Yo, Scott, you know how to how to uh, black preachers be preaching. They be like, and the Lord, and they, they, and they, and they marched, and they said. That's what Mike McCarthy did. Well, he got the Yenzer version. <laughs> Let me see. Let me just bring this back a little bit. Let me see. You know, it's probably one of the most important uh, components of being a head coach. The structure for your assistance and, and they all, you know, all those things that play into it. So I think clearly coming out of 21 – is when I, I feel like, okay, here, you know, here we go. This is, this is what it's starting to look like. And we definitely, 
you know, had a lot of moments in 22. So I, God. I, programs are either getting better or they're taking a step back. A very consistent job. And um, try to, you know, cut out the, the waste. Um, Cause you know, it's, and, and, you know, and another thing that's totally different here than, you know, my last opportunity was, you know, the travel. Why would they give Mike that type of question to answer that long? Oh, Scott, I don't know why the hell he's he was so so wordy with that one. But yes, yeah, guys, Mike McCarthy said, Hey man, you just gotta see what's uh you gotta see what you got already. You gotta cut the fat. You gotta cut, you gotta fire Kellen. Boy, oh, Scott, man. We ain't gonna never get no work done. Chat, man, uh, Mike ain't never coming on this show. No, no, no. Yo, chat, the phone's broke, man. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I ain't got this clip, but let's see. Somebody asked about uh about Hankins' injury and the the uh actual plan for Mozzie and Carl Davis. All those players are gonna be important for you moving forward. Yeah, I think it's just like anything, you know, the roster development and you know how many. You know, I think you do that shit on purpose. Area. Yeah, that's that's definitely part of it, and and we understand that you know run defense is is, is something that you know people always challenge uh, because you know we're I, I feel we're exceptional in the area of pass rush. So yeah, we, we that's all part of the the outlook that's in front of us. And where you think he is? Yeah, I think Mozzie's doing. I think Mozzie's getting better. I, I think you know, it's talking about you know, Luke, you know I, I think they're <laughs> at that point now. That you can see they're. They're not thinking. They're playing. You know, their urgency, um, and I, I think those are all normal processes that, that rookies go through. Yeah, man, Miles got a big role coming up, Scott. <clears throat> he, got big, he got a big role coming up, but I don't think you just super inflate Mozzie's reps like that. I think you you probably give him a little bit more. No, um, yeah. but if anything, I think you know Nev got to do a little more. Osa's got to move around a little bit more. Chance Bring up the ball, uh, Carl Davis. Davis. Yeah. Carl Davis probably probably gonna get some work in, but you don't just take Mozzie from what 17, 13 snaps. Excuse me, you don't just take him from 17 snaps to 29. You know what I mean? Mozzie Mozzie had a had a had a solid flash uh versus Landon Dickerson. If I had to play, I'd show it. But I ain't got it. Um he had a he had a he had a solid flash, but uh Mozzie ain't ready, y'all. Mozzie's no, not ready. I, I would not up his I mean he's he's at around eleven to thirteen the last few games. Mm-hmm. I, 15, 17. 20 tops. I'm just not trying to put that on. Let, let's ease him into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Hankins is, is going to, Hankins is so important. I just don't think people understand. This is a 340 plus pound guy that can play 30 snaps with no problem. Yeah. You know, he's done, what, he's done 25 plus snaps seven times this year. Mozzie once. So what I would be aiming for Sky, is I would be seeing if I can get Jonathan Hankins back for that Lions game. That's, that's, that's what I'm really trying to run. I, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the Bills gonna 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 throw the ball a bunch. The Dolphins are gonna work a lot of outside running, and they're gonna also throw the ball a little bit. Um, but 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 Detroit will run the ball all day, and Montgomery's their guy that'll work that interior, or whatever. So you really so be- you wouldn't IR him. Say again. You wouldn't. Well, we don't know the extent of it, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because that'll be because because that's guaranteed case. four weeks. Yeah, that's that's guaranteed four. Weeks. I oh, just yeah. let him you missed the Lions game. Yeah. Yep, I, I would just let him linger around because that Lions game is super important. And Trevor Lawrence just had a high ankle sprain that was mild relatively, and he played last week. Now, Trevor Lawrence ain't 350 pounds. That's the point. Hank has got to anchor into the ground and move dudes around and shit like that. So if I had to 
like if I can give Hankins two good weeks of recovery, two good weeks of recovery, and on that Saturday versus the Lions, that's what I'm gonna be hoping to bring him back. Hopefully, that's what I would do. That'd be a hell, that'd be fast turnaround for a for a high ankle. For 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 three hundred fifty pound man, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But hey, gotta hope. Um, what else, Mike McCarter talking about? Long story short, Mize is important. Um. Tyler Smith. Let's listen to what Mike McCarthy got to say about Tyler Smith. Here we go. No, no, no doubt. I, I think Tyler, man, it, what, what a joy uh, he is, you know, the coach and just his approach. Um, and, you know, there's two or three plays in the coaching sessions every week that he, you know, he just does something. You just go, you know, you shake your head in the matchups, you know, that he had last night, you know, so yes, he's, uh, he's got so much, you know, good, great football in front of him, you know, cause he's still, he's still learning. He's still, he's still, getting comfortable with the footwork and it's just it's just great to see him and Tyron playing next to each other now you know week in week out uh, because you know it obviously the, wasn't like at the start of the season so uh, very 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 pleased with the way he's playing Scott I always say <clears throat> I always say that um you know people tend to overrate uh continuity sometimes I do think continuity is very important um but better dudes in my opinion is so much more important but when you have better dudes and all of them better dudes play together for a long time, that's a hell of a combination. Nobody's happier than Tyler Biotish and Tyron Smith that Tyler is healthy and playing the way that he's playing. There's not a defensive tackle. I've said this again. There's not a defensive tackle that I feel uh, Tyler Smith had problems with. Tyler Smith did some one-on-one work with, with Jordan Davis. He did some one-on-one work versus Jalen Carter. He did a lot of one-on-one work, one-on-one work with Milton Williams, and Milton Williams just don't even fit in that combo because you know Tyler beat the hell out of him every single time. And Tyler got movement. Tyler turned people. Tyler suplexed people. Tyler pass blocked people. Tyler stretched and reached people. Tyler is ridiculous, Skywalker Steel. And him being able to play next to Tyron and next to Biotis, Having that interior secure is keeping Dak's front clean and, and also being able to operate A gaps and B gaps like that. That's probably a, a, a huge asset to your run game and your um, passing game. You got something for this guy? No, I'll leave that to the profession now. But, uh, man, I, I told you yesterday, it's just a joy watching him wrestle as a wrestling mm-hmm. fan. I mean, <laughs> this dude is. He's fun. Coach McCarthy came on there and said, no, 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 man. Just, just He's just a joy to watch, man. Just a joy. That's just real rap. Like, if you're a football you know, die hard, and you just want to see a football dude be a football dude. Just, just focus on Tyler Smith, man. Yep, yep. Easy peasy, man. And you know, you and, and you don't even have to be an expert to see how no. good Tyler Smith is. See, no. I think it would it would require some nuance to know how good Tyron is being. But that's what I'm here for. That's what my Patreon is here for. I'll tell you exactly how good Tyron is being with his hands and his body and how he's positioned and his movement and all that. But you can watch Tyler Smith move somebody child from point a to point b beyond their free will and it ain't like they just like getting like they fighting to not get moved you see them but it's just not working and tyler smith picked churn up off the ground and dropped them on the pavement you ever seen the movie um um blue streak martin lawrence yes sir he was like put your hands on the pavement put your hands on the pavement he was like it is no pavement well put them on the oodles and noodles (laughs) tyler smith put people on the oodles and noodles guy but anyway, Mike McCarthy ain't lying. Said that to say, run game having the 
having a major assist, me and Will still probably gonna have an extended conversation. Not even an extended conversation. I just want him to hear something that I, that I, that I had to say about this. Mike McCarthy talking about the run game. Let's hear what he's saying. Oh, I thought we were better. You know, I thought that, you know, just the, you know, the inside zone was a, was, was something that we needed Chicken. to take on. Uh, you, you know, you guys watched the tape already. It's That, that was evident. Um, you know, the tight inside zone was good. You know, the variations that come off of that. You know, had a couple of run solutions, throws that were productive. So, you know, I I thought the run blocking unit, uh, you know, graded out well. You know, they had a winning grade. So, uh, I thought we took a step. Hell yeah, there. they did. Some of that is we got we to gotta run more. In this oh, season. yeah. I think attempts is probably the, if you want to get into statistical, you know, which you know what's what's more important. I mean, it's just like anything. Because I mean, hey, if you're if you're running the ball over thirty times, you're you know, you when you take that deep breath. Mm-hmm. So and and I think obviously, I mean, their defensive line we have a tremendous amount of respect for. So uh, that was definitely part of the outlook of how we wanted to play. Let me tell you something, man. When you run the ball on the Eagles and they're D line that we used to fear, not no more. But when you can run the ball on them effectively, man, you just <clears throat> you just unlock something totally different. And you know, uh, this this run game is one hundred percent a compliment to the passing offense. This is Dak's offense. This is a a a, a passing team. Um, but there's something about that that run game, whether it be working the inside zone, outside zone, whatever it is that we're doing, or even handoffs to Turpin and CD. It's just something about when it when it gets going, it just makes the offense work work well together i'm 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 so happy sky that we didn't come out this game uh run run pass this game it was like pass pass run 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 pass run you know what i mean like we just kind of a healthy balance healthy balance yeah what i ended up with sky let me let me just say this there's a lot of people still stuck on uh the actual rushing yardage for tony pollard and all that if i had to guess sky and tell me how you know tell me how i sound when i say this Maybe Mike McCarthy looks at the run game as one big running back. You know what I mean? Not just, hey, there's one running back, and did he or did he not get 100 yards? But, like, what did our running game do? And if you put Tony and Rico Dowdle together, and they fusion dance and they turn into one running back, Scott, they were 28 for 105 yards, and one touchdown, they caught eight passes and 43 yards, uh, 43 receiving yards. That sounds like a fine running back day for me, or a fine running back production day to me, Scott. Do you think that if most if most fans looked at it like that, right? And just barring Tony Pollard's franchise tag with his with his with his ten million dollars, we're at the point in the season where where money don't count as Gallup. But if you ask more people, hey, if you had a running back that had twenty eight carries, one hundred and five yards, a touchdown, eight catches, and forty three yards, would you feel good about it? They'll probably say yes. Well, that's what our one running back is. It's a fusion dance, Tony and Rico. And I think that's what Mike McCarthy's looking at, as opposed to Tony Pollard just having a day. Scott, what do you think about me saying that? I mean, isn't that what we talked about coming into the season? Is like, this this league is not a one running back league anymore? Mm-hmm. It's just not. They didn't treat it that way. Tony Pollard was only getting eleven carries, twelve carries, or what have you. So they never were treating Tony Pollard in that manner. If anybody was looking at it like, oh, you know, Tony Pollard's not getting. An, this and that. I mean, he's getting 11 and 12 carries in a game, 13 carries. He's not getting workhorse carries because he's not a workhorse back. The issue has always been you have to get Dowdle the ball more, start treating him like a tandem so we can have a one-two punch like you do in today's game. It's not a it's not a one running back game. It's, a, in my opinion, a stable game, a running back by committee. But if you, at the very least, you need to have a one-two punch. And I think yesterday was or Sunday night was the first time we saw the one-two punch, you know, in the sense of attempts. 
Before, it might have been Tony Pollard, 12 carries, Rico Dowdle, 4. Like, maxing out at, at 4. Tony sure. Pollard, 11 carries, Rico Dowdle, 2. And in my head, I'm just like, whatever, just be efficient because we're clearly not doing a one-two punch thing. But if they can find the distribution like this, where you run it 25, 26 times, and it's 14, Tony, 12 to Rico, now we're, we're back to that one-two thing that we have been doing for the last number of years that we've been begging to do sure. since the start of the season. So maybe they're just figuring that aspect of it out. And if so, that adds another dimension, you know? Sure. It adds another dimension to this offense. Yep. Uh, Tony Pollard just can't be your RB1 fantasy football dude, but in terms of what we're asking him to do for this offense, I think Tony is doing a bang-up job. And we we keep getting better and better every single week. Um, not only as the the running back running, but the offensive line blocking, but also the play caller understands what play call needs to go with, with what running back. Um, like I said, Scott, we just continue to do this. We're just going up. We're doing this. So that's always good to hear. Let's also keep it on the run game topic. And let's hear what Brian Schottenheimer has to say about the run game. Yeah, I think uh, we were both trained by the same guy, uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, pretty big into the run game, the old ground and pound, uh, as you guys remember. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's always a number, you know, that you're looking for, for not only rushing attempts, but rushing attempts and completions. And uh, that number has always been 55-ish. Some people go a little higher. Some people go a little lower. 55 rushing attempts and completions. That'll be a good day for your offense. especially. What? What do you say? He said, "Oh, oh, completions like Pat, like anybody gets completion, completion in the passing game, and however okay, I thought you meant completions and to the running back caught me too and rushing." <laughs> I'm like, "What? Y'all trying to kill Tony? Eh? Like we we haven't hit that mark all year." But Ever. if you listen to him again, he means like as a whole offense, uh, uh, passes caught okay. in the yeah, yeah they yeah. love their yeah. numbers, man. They love their numbers, man. That's but but hey, that's some that's that's some that's some that's some West Coast cats, man. Like it's a lot of math involved, a lot of you know what I mean, nuance. Like it's not a very knucklehead type scheme. It's a it's a it's a it, nerdy little scheme. Yeah, know? it is. Anyway, I don't want to start talking about another quarterback, but not every quarterback I think could be in this scheme. Let me just say that. Talking number one. Yep. He can't. Mm-mm. He can't. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for everybody. Cause his his feet ain't tied to his hands, and he will stare shit all the way down. And I don't he's, think he's, he's smart enough to snap post snap diagnose either. Not a reader. He's confused. Sky, listen, we ain't got to do this. And we, we can we can text about this, but in public, we just got to let it just play out. And in about two years, we just get to look at it and be like, all right, y'all maybe go. in two years it'll, it'll reach that maybe. But at this moment, yeah, okay. he I, would I think, fall on his face. I think in two years they're gonna go draft somebody. Okay, now. Now that's something you probably should have texted. <laughs> Ain't drafting nobody. Man. Ain't not drafting nobody. All right. <laughs> it was about to draft him off uh, two years ago. I ain't gonna say that. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer, uh, pretty big into the run game, the old ground and pound, uh, as you guys remember. But um, yeah, I mean, there's like, what if he just come out and just drop the ball next year? Like, what if it's what if it's bad, Sky? What if it's bad? You know what I mean? Hey, they're not got it. I just don't foresee him being that bad. We're like, hey, we're drafting the guy the next year. How much longer they got Devontae Smith? How much longer he gonna be on the team? Because I know they they cap number don't look great. I don't know. I know it wouldn't be coming same year as Micah. So you know, mm-hmm. all depends what they decide to do with. Got a little time. Got a little time. There's always a number you know that you're looking for for now. Jason Kelsey gonna retire in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Lane Lane Lane's turning to a regular dude. I mean, it, look, if their team is 
tanking and they just say, well, we ain't going to be a good no more. Let's just start over. Sure. But I, I don't foresee that. Oh, them dudes tanking. Only rushing in 10 foot. They 10 and 3 ain't tanking. That number's always. They, they you're not about to have me talk, talk anything good about this squad. F them. I hope they draft a the quarterback. Go ahead. If they go from 10 and 3 to tanking. I'm doing a little dance on the street. It's been 55-ish. Some people go a little higher. Some people go a little lower. Um, and that just shows you're executing well. Uh, obviously, in this last game against uh, a really good front, we knew we wanted to um, get after him a little bit in the running game. Uh, we were able to come downhill. <laughs> I thought it was probably one of the most physical games we've played up front with our rushing attack. I thought the linemen were really, really good uh, against a big, stout defensive front. Um, not only the initial targets and things that they were able to get to, but the way they strained and lift. There's always when there's a collision, there's a, a double team that's that begins. Obviously, there's an initial moment where there's not much movement, and then it's whoever strains and gets lower, whether it's the offensive player or the defensive player, uh, is really how you generate movement. And then I thought both Rico and Tony ran really, really hard. Uh, I mean, really hard. And yeah, uh, he'd been running hard for really hard, months. and those guys did a terrific job. What was that guy? He'd been running hard for like a month too. Yeah, for sure. Tony? Yeah. And yeah that's yeah. already Rico style, but. That's already Rico style. <clears throat> but Tony, Tony's definitely, uh, you know, I think Tony's trying to trying to share this identity that he's some little bitty scat back guy. Like, that's like, like. should have been shed that, shed that identity. That's been you watched the case. him. I agree. That's been the case, guy. But you still know people to look at him and yeah. be like, oh, well, he's not a bell cow type guy. You yeah, know? That's yeah. fair. People still say that. Securing the football in some really violent collisions and some compression tackles. And so. Uh, when we watch it again this morning, I felt it last night, uh, just being honest, that it was a very physical run game. And then watching it again this morning, um, it was it was very true. Our guys got after it pretty good. Scott, what you think Shaq Leonard going to feel if they go out there and lose to Seattle? Like, like just what you think? What you think he'll feel if they go out there? I'm telling you, I think he went there because he can play. So I, I don't I don't know if he quite literally cares. I can't speak for the man. I'm just guessing. You asked me a question. I think as long as he's playing. He mm-hmm. good to go. If Shaq is sitting on the bench and they winning or losing, he going to be mad. If he's playing and they winning or losing, he going to be happy. That sounds like nonsense. All right. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, that's the run game, man. They they want attempts. They want carries. Uh, and I think that every single week they're just finding ways to get them involved. I think somebody even followed up after this and asked. They said, hey, man, Rico's getting the ball a little more. Like, what changed there? And Brian was like, yeah, we're, all, we're, we're always trying to get Rico the ball. Now, look, Scott, they you got they, a lot of me. Look, you ain't got a lot of me, dog. Sky, you my guy, man. You know, you, Sky, you know what I was about to say next. You ain't got a lot of me, Playboy. <laughs> this shit look way different than it once did, dog. Rico you ain't got to lie, Craig. Sky, Rico had to go. Hey, man, how I get two carries, dog? How I get one carry, dog? How I get phased totally out this game, bro? Sky, they ain't got a lot of me, bro. I don't even think Rico got the juice to do that. He probably don't. I don't think he got the juice. I, I just, if you go look at that, the way they've used TP. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was just a matter of literally giving him more carry because it's not like his carries are coming at the expense of Tony's. Sure, Tony ain't even getting a rock that much to do that. It's just a matter of okay, we we come into this game, we want to run a little bit. We know we're not trying to give Tony 20, 20 carries, so mm-hmm. we got to give him to, to Rico. So hopefully Rico showed him again. Hey, yeah. you give me ten carries, man, make some shake. Especially on the goal line. Especially on the goal line. Especially on the goal line. Anyway, uh, what else he say? Scott, this is interesting. Let me ask you this first, then we're going to get into Schottenheimer's answer. The Eagles won the coin toss and they chose to defer. The oh, Cowboys got the football first. 
And we just happened on a fantastic drive, Scott. We marched and we scored. I think with an offense like this, that does put pressure on the other side to go out there and do their thing a little bit. Whatever team that it is that we're going against, it does put pressure on them. Because if you miss, then we get a follow-up drive, and that could be just as easily 14-3 to or 14-0. to Scott, I know common knowledge is you would want to always defer if you win the if you win the coin toss because it gives you the opportunity to score at the end of the second and at the beginning of the third. But Scott, do you think that there's something too in some of these games you would prefer to go out and get the ball first? I think it's fluid because every time somebody asks me this question, where are we playing? What week is it? What happened the previous week? Is, mm-hmm. What's the injuries looking like? How's our defense playing? How's our offense playing? It's fluid. There, I don't think there's a correct answer. I think, like you said, normally, hey, get the double dip. I love the double dip, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're Philly, you know we got the here we go offense at the crib. Here we go offense, cold. You know, you 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 know what I'm saying. You understand what we're doing. You understand there's a legitimate, true MVP on the other side of the ball mm-hmm. that's not getting the spirit fingers on the one yard line pushing behind his behind. Like, you know that's over there, right? You know he put up 400 on you. You know he had three tutties. You know we averaged 40. Why in the world would you give that team the ball? What are you trying to prove? Sure. What you want me to say? You did a good job by <laughs> Keep holding up the them to three. Keep up the good work. You ain't stopping them. All we need, what you say yesterday? 30 yards? 30 yards. 30 All yards. We need in is field 30 range. yards. Yeah, and that's points. And that's points. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. And like I think I'm gonna let Shoddy, I'm gonna let Shoddy talk first. But like Shoddy said, you can tell, oh, y'all want to do what? You wanna give us the rock? Willingly. Bet. 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 We on it. Scott, I do I do think that there's something to that, right? Like if we're in Buffalo and we're and we're, you know, like we running the right. offense, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe you wanna um get Josh Allen at the half and double up and try to get 14 there when you're running the but man, when you run the hit, I got it. When we, yeah, here we go. It's something about when we run in the here we go offense, guy. Different ball game. It's something about when we run. We don't miss. We don't punt when you we wanna, run. We don't we punt. You want to keep that offense off, right? Isn't that usually the game plan? Hey, let's control the clock. Keep the offense off the field. They said, no, we will willingly allow you to be on the field first. So now it turns into okay, we got points on the board, and you're trying to kill the clock while we win it. <laughs> that shit happened to the Eagles, and I text you about saying, Sky, man, they out there running the running football. The ball. And they, they yo, Sky, they down three possession. They run the football. You was like, fuck them. That's real, yeah. man. Yeah. That's an interesting chess move, man. When we, you know, when we in the here we go. I mean, I don't think I have the clip, but later on in the press conference, Schottenheimer also said that the is the same as the here we go offense. That's I, I think that's still lying to me, but we're gonna see now, right? Like if we can come out there on the road. In Buffalo, in the cold, running the offense. If we can be just, if Brian Anger don't punt, or if if he only punt once, then we're gonna have to have a whole another conversation about how good our offense is. But it's something about that home here we go offense that's just a little different, bro. But we're gonna we're gonna finish listening to shot, or we're gonna uh, begin listening to Schottenheimer getting the ball first and scoring. Uh, here we go. Um, no, not overly concerned about it. Um, again, each drive is its own, and. Again, yesterday we came out. It was really cool to see. You love this when a team defers and you're able to take the ball and go right down the field. Like that's a very empowering thing for for the offense because they're deferring for a reason, and um, you kind of uh, uh, get a little juiced up when they when they do that, and then you can go out and respond. But um, each drive's different, and um, 
we feel really, really good, whether it's starting the game, ending the, ending the game, uh, that we can uh, put people away when they need to. Hey, man, depends on the drive, Sky. Every drive is different. Every drive is different. A part of me want to want to put pressure on Josh Allen because I know he likes to throw turnovers and like press downfield and shit. You know what I'm saying? But but that pressure can come after halftime. I don't know. We'll see. But it's going to be an interesting conversation to have either way moving forward. But that's something I want to put a pin in and definitely um um come back to like what our offense looks like in the and um did we defer um uh, were we um you know like did we have success on that first drive whether it be coming out the half or uh in the uh, first in the first um quarter or whatever is i got questions but i got questions but it should um it should be in- interesting to study and look forward to in general yeah. Dan Quinn, the last set of uh clips before we get into the film and we clock up out here will still um Dan Quinn, when he was talking about defense versus the Eagles, and then he uh, followed up with uh, talk talks about turnovers. Let's let's hear what Dan got to say. It would be because uh, you know they're tough as hell too. And uh, the one thing we've really been digging in on, and we weren't able to get uh, any takeaways in our first game there. You know, we had two that was on the ground, and we thought we'd had a chance at them. And so we really thought for us to play at our best, we'd have to you know knock a few out and see if we could recover some. So to get three in that game, I thought that was you know that was the name of the game. And uh, so they get three three takeaways in that that game. That was big. Um, and and you know you 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 can listen to national media a little bit and some of these Eagles commentators or whatever, and they'll have you believe that oh well the Eagles turn the ball over because they played bad. I don't want to just put that on play bad because there's a level of consistency with the Eagles putting the ball on the ground this game and the last game that we played. Six it's just, and two it's just it's, Right. It's just that the Eagles fell on them last game. The Cowboys fell on the fumbles this game. So there's a common trend here. This is this is not some anomaly. This is not just some random. Oh, we bad luck, y'all. We just had three fumbles. Nah, y'all fumbling all all damn year. Jalen Hurts got what fifteen turnovers now. I'm assuming that we have possibly looked at the film and said, "Hey, man." Yeah, uh, I forget who came out. Was it Gilly? Mm-hmm. I think Gilly came out and said, "You know, all week, uh, coach was preaching." They're going to give you opportunities. To, you know the, the way they you know hold the ball, the way they run with the ball. They're 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 pretty much careless with it. So take mm-hmm. those those chances, or not even really chances. Just be physical, because that's the other thing. You know, yes, the name of the game, like he said, getting turnovers, getting the ball back for your here we go offense. But the other thing was the physicality. Watch, like they they were hitting these dudes. There was you could tell there was a deliberate emphasis on being physical. Even yep. if they caught the rock and got a nice run, hit him. Yep. Even if yep. Jalen Hurts in the first possession wants to run two quarterback draws because he can't quarterback, hit him. Sure. He's going to fumble. Yep. Hit little ass Devontae Smith. Hit yep. A.J. Brown. Because them dudes was getting up like, all right, mm-hmm. it's going to be yep. one of them games. Hit hit Lane Johnson in the face and bloody him up. Hit him. Yeah. You know, yep. so there was, there was a there was an effort, man, a different effort in this game. I think because they were pissed off how it went over, over there in Philly. Mm-hmm. That's actually a strategy too, Scott. Like the first, the the first person there just tackle regular. But if you the second or the or the or the or the third dude, lay into him, lay into him. So if like Marquise Bell get there first, wrap up. If Demon Clark's coming after, smack him, or go for the football. So yep. if if that's what if that's what's being taught, then hey man, shouts out to Dan. It's not gonna make me like. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna make me like you more than Mike McCarthy right now because Mike McCarthy going crazy right now <laughs> as a as a keep him here as the head coach candidate. But you know how it go. Uh, and one last thing, man. Uh, Dan Quinn talking about Gilly. Then we're gonna get into the fan. Uh, 
like I said, I'm sometimes removed from it, but I would say there's something very cool about a player that's uh, been on the top, uh, much like him, who's been told by others um, that their shelf life has expired. And uh, my experience on some of those instances has been they got a lot to prove and a lot to share. And so in my experience, there's been, uh, you know, going all the way back to Seattle, Loyal Malloy or Dwight Freeney in uh, Atlanta or a guy like Steph here, um, so much of what they give isn't just to their you know, own individual performance. Mm-hmm. It's to others that go around them mm-hmm. and they're all unique. And Steph is that way too. So I think, you know, he was really, you know, I was really proud of his effort, his performance and some really cool, you know, third and fourth down stops. And uh, he's made our entire group better by his ability to share and to serve some of the other guys. And so um, when I think of names like him, or like I said, Dwight or lawyer, all of them had some unique thing that they were able to impart to Cam Chancellor or they were able to impart to the next player, to Grady Jarrett. And so when I see that and I see that wisdom getting shared to Trayvon and guys like Duran, uh, I think that's one of the really cool things in our league. So I can't you know, comment on the, their conversations. I'm sure it was uh, much different. But uh, for me, I have a real appreciation for him and what he brings to our defense. Hey, I'm Duran Blaine. Hey, uh, Gilly, what you think I should do in this game, man? I need some motivation. Cover. Cover. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Tackle. <laughs> um, you know, just run run fast. Prepare. Prepare. <laughs> hey, man, somebody. Yo, little Scott, I pulled up my tweet. So I was like, uh, uh, Gilmore, Gilmore talking to A.J. Brown. Gotcha. <laughs> Almost. Not quite. <laughs> Oh man! Somebody said that's an incomplete, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are good when you read them like Gilly. Hey, well, you, look, you 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 gotta read them in the voice, guy. You somebody gotta... said. Somebody said you should have stayed in Tennessee. Sky, <laughs> what was like? What was like? What was like? What was like? Huh, huh, slant, <laughs> hitched, nine. <laughs> Yo, oh, somebody shit. called him Slant Boy. Slant Boy, uh, let me see. You're no CD lamb. Scott, uh, Scott, I just saw it. That's an incomplete, sir. That's crazy. <laughs> that is an incomplete, sir. All right, man, I'm going to keep scrolling a little bit. Yeah, these are funny. Y'all, y'all, please, man. It's on my Twitter, man. It's on my Twitter. Y'all go find it. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of film. I got, I got, I got four plays, Scott. Nothing too, 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 too crazy. Uh, let's go to twenty-one fifty-five. Twenty-one fifty-five. All right, here we go. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, here we go. This is the uh, sack play here. I'm gonna run it, and then we're gonna come back. And have a conversation about it. The boogity 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 sex. The boogity 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 sex. Uh, first and foremost, guy, what I just what I just thought was just so so fun and interesting just about ran this. Ran through lane, even just, with the full start. Scott, let me tell you something, man. And, and look, it's it's crazy because lane <laughs> lane well, is. Look at this, that. <laughs> I was a full start, bro. Lane's right foot is in the air, like it's I don't know. I was actually thinking, Scott, like, man, should 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 the D lineman just move on lane? So, like, if lane move early, you just move when when lane move, like, like mm-hmm. fuck the football. Yeah. Scott, when I looked at Michael Parsons, bro, 
on this play. When I think about him versus Lane Johnson, I think I right, if Michael Parsons is gonna beat Lane, he's gonna have to do some shit like you know what I'm saying, go around or something. You know what I mean? I'm thinking Michael gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna have to work up then back inside on Lane Johnson. You know, you know maybe Scott Michael Parsons ran through. Oh, pardon me, that ain't even. That, hold, on, I gotta go to the straight line, Scott. Hold, on, I gotta go to the straight line too. He ran through Lane Johnson straight through him and had Lane Johnson on one leg, Scott. Hold on, man. He had Lane Johnson on one leg, Scott. Tripping up Jalen Hurts. Tripping up Jalen Hurts. But then, something else I love, Scott. Hold on, Scott. Tell me what you see here. Tell me what you see from Oso Digizua. Tell me what you see from Oso Digizua, Scott. Boogity, 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 boogity. (laughs) (laughs) That guy there. Boogity, 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 boogity. He ran through Kelsey. He ran through Kelsey, man. Hey, I kind of wish that Osa would would be involved on on you know more of these pass rush downs. You know, I understand end game, um, end game is a thing, but I think I would rather have Osa on the field pass rushing than like Dorrance or something. You know, like like Osa just getting up field with you know with his ability. Interior his pressure is is if we're not running the stunts, yeah, with that 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 end game, yes, keep him out there. Let him just work one on one on the in the middle, man. Yeah. Yeah, just, 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 just one more time here. Just one more time, and and that's where your biggest pressure's coming from, from the inside, from the interior. So if you just want your outside guys playing, playing, you know, playing boogity boogity game, even D Law to an extent, you know, he ends up bending, but he is to an extent slow rushing, playing boogity boogity here. Dog, let it be big pressure up the middle, like it is, and and look, you can really see it from this angle here. Let it be big pressure from the middle, and y'all just play boogity boogity on the outside. Fantastic. Boogity boogity uh is is, is <laughs> hilarious. People people was actually uh was actually uh tweeting me, Scott. They was like Vach, boogity boogity. Yeah. I was like, man, I love y'all to pieces, bro. How about this play from Oso Digazua using his athleticism, using his using his quick twitch, Scott. <sighs> Getting up field, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Listen, dog. We talked if you about have the a, interior being their soft spot. Sure. If you have a D lineman that's quick enough. Or pardon me, or what I think like Osa is powerful enough to go through Landon Dickerson, by the way. Like he's 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 powerful enough to deal with and to deal with a damn double team. But what Osa can just all right, I'm just gonna graze you right here. I'm just gonna graze your inside shoulder on my path to uh DeAndre Swift here and then bring him down like dog. What else is there? What else is there? But also something that's important to Sky on this play is Michael Parsons setting the edge right here and forcing the actual uh the actual bend back here because if this was just a flat line outside then maybe DeAndre Swift could have just run outside but Michael Parsons right here just kind of setting this wall making it hard for uh DeAndre Swift and making him have to um cut back inside on top of Osa just being unblocked here. Oh, come on, Scott Walker still. Come on, Scott Walker still. This was one of my favorite plays this next one at the 18 minute mark. And I'm giving y'all these uh, minute marks in, in case y'all want to go watch the film yourself. Do you think you're gonna have to count it? You know, what I'm saying count it on your own. But I think all the linebackers did something interesting on this play. Let's just look at uh, JK JK first. We're gonna look at JK Marquise Bell, and we're gonna look at Demon Clark, and and uh, take a look at how they dealt with the run. <clears throat> there was a lot of patience here from J. Ron Curse that I noticed here. He won differently. He won by slowing things down and not overdoing it here. Because if J. Ron Curse would over pursue it right here, then they'll just run run right past him. But instead of going upfield, 
J. Ron Curtis got to the line of scrimmage guy and he worked lateral and got flat. See what I'm saying? So he was able to make that play here. So shots out to JK right there for a fantastic stop. Then I want to look at Marquise Bell. Me and Will still talked about this behind the scenes, right? What is what is he what is he good at? He's good at not getting touched by these by these big kids. He's good at not getting touched by these by these by these by these huge guys, by these interior dudes. And if we just keep it in the buck here, Scott, um, Cam Jurgens isn't a very slight footed character. He's not a very athletic character anyway. If he gets hands on Marquise Bell, it, it could be trouble. But if he's working up field to block Marquise Bell and Marquise wants to be slick about it, then he could just slip and get back in and make that tackle. But Scott, if Marquise Bell or JK didn't make that play, even Damone Clark was available to make that play. But I'm going to tell you why he was available to make that play. And this character is going to be important the next couple of weeks because um, Hankins is out. But Neville Galmore, right, taking on the double team from Kelsey and Dickerson here, him taking on that double team, boom, boom, bone to keep Damone Clark safe. So Damone gets to just run free. He didn't even make the play. He just running around safe. Look at the black. But as you can see, if Marquise didn't make the play and if JK didn't make the play, Neville Galmore did such a good job here. I'm going to just highlight it one more time, taking on this double. Neville Galmore did such a good job here, keeping Marquise Bell safe that even if they didn't make the play, um, he he would have made the play. Um, and and you just need this guy. You're going to need this next week versus, um, versus uh, Cooks too. You're you going to want everybody to get in on that tackle, man. You need a gang tackle mentality. And the Cowboys have done a, a fantastic job versus the Eagles of uh, – you know, just uh, dealing with the run in terms of not overdoing it, you know, being in their lanes, just slowly working towards their landmarks. And uh, and that's how Bell has to win. You know, he, he's yeah. not going to run through a Landon Dickerson or anybody like that one-on-one. He's, he's got to win with that kind of finesse game. And, and there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's also there's times where he's going to have to be – he's going to have to thump. I know he's little, but he's going to have to do it. He's going to have to thump. Um, one thing I wanted to look at on this last Gilly play uh, when he forced a fumble on – A.J. Brown here. I'm not here to give the Eagles credit for nothing, man. But Lane Johnson, man, this kick set was just so impressive. This kick set was just so impressive. Him just blocking my head. And listen, I'm not going to say nothing that was nice about the Eagles, Scott, but as an offensive line dude, I can't help. I can't help but to look at Lane Johnson, semi-old ass, just get out in space, smooth, getting to his landmark, cutting, cutting Michael Parsons in half, making him square, bowing up with him. Anchoring on him. That was a fantastic pass set. But Gilly got the fumble on AJ Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but Gilly got Scott. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. My ball. Drop something. <laughs> you dropped your hat. Hey man, the players were there all day to be made, Scott. Hold on, let's see, let's see. Where we at? All right, here we go. Scott, the plays were there to be made all day, Scott. Let's see. Where the hell Gilmore? Okay, cool. Gilmore and A.J. Brown up top. Let's see, Scott. Boom. Boom. And Scott, I like to do this. Go back to the flat line and just kind of connect them a little bit just to let people know that we talk about Gilly and A.J. Brown. <laughs> hey, man. Gilly had a day, bro. I don't care nothing about A.J. Brown's 90 yards. Because, look, what is that? about it. 40 of that was like at the end of the game, garbage time down by down by two or three possessions or whatever. But it's 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 these huge plays, it's these game changing plays. It's Gilly getting in there and just sticking to oh shit, Scott, look at it, look at Gilly. Hold on, Scott, look at Gilly. Hold on, wait, 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 look at look at Gilly. Chat, look at Gilly. Look at him talking. Look at him, look at him 
flexing and shit. And then he's gonna go back and be quiet again. He probably didn't even really scream it out loud. He just probably ah. like, I'm good. <laughs> just opened his mouth with no words coming out. Oh man. But hey, being there, being there at me, being being there immediately, making the play, getting the ball out. This is bigger than AJ Brown's 90 yards or this handful of yards that he just got right here. Turnover, man. Can't be turnovers with a stick, man. Um, yeah, that's all I got for y'all today. That's all I got. Appreciate you, Scott Walker. Still. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you, sir. Fantastic stuff. Gilly, Salute. I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> I am. I am. I am him, and you're not. Uh, I got a whole Gilly film session coming out uh, after this. Well, not after this, because we got the film this morning. So we'll get it in that, uh, get it in that, uh, next morning, uh, uh, Thursday morning. Wednesday morning, today, Tuesday, Wednesday morning, we'll have a uh, Gilly film session coming out. Y'all can tap into that when y'all want to. All right. Uh, phones, bro, supers. Damn. Phones messed up. Hey, man, Gilly, Gilly, uh, AJ Brown, they paid the Hello? No. <laughs> I'm not here. Not here, sir. Uh, let's get into some super Skywalk still. Uh, today is the 12 today is the 12 today is the 12 uh boy y'all packed the day hold on somebody said gilly when Gallup dropped the first pass hey <laughs> remember <laughs> <laughs> not hey, hey. hey. Scott, look he don't lean and go he just hey <laughs> hey mike you want to chill with that Gallup shit Somebody called him the Kawhi. I don't know if you know this, but Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, I can see it. I can really see him being the Kawhi of the league. Oh, shit, Scott. They said, give us it. Hey. Lowercase letters. That's crazy. Oh, that's funny. Um, Night 405 dropped a deuce and says, has the Eagles Super Bowl window closed? I'm to tell you right now. They usually don't look teams that lose in their first appearance, or I should say, quarterback. Yep, haven't been back since since the back. Bills in the nineties. I'm just saying, they don't go back, man. Bills in the nineties, dog. Fuck them. Still, them boys dropped a deuce and says, "Y'all see Dez on live with Gilly and D Jack Deshaun Jackson." Yeah, man, I mean, I, I saw I saw clips of it, but I ain't really t- I ain't really tap into it. Hey, Dez is uh, turning to an ambassador, uh, cowboy uh, content creator type guy. So, shout out to Dez. He is the mascot of the Cowboys. Yeah. That's what yeah. he is. I think just abolish Rowdy yeah. and hire Dez. I bet you he'd gladly do it. We need that energy, man. Yeah. Jr. Gower dropped a five and says, uh, "How the f did they hit? How did they hit with an undrafted and fourth rounder?" Has any other team done this? I don't think so. They just you talking about draft bus alert bus. I'm assuming that they're saying how how can we get so much uh greatness out of a lack of draft capital? Like finding like guys like Brandon Arbery or finding Marquise Bell, uh finding like you know, um Bland and things like that. Or or so he says hit with undrafted, so not like trading. So so yeah, I mean, Will McClay hits on all levels of the draft. Undrafted, day three, day two, day one. They won three and undrafted more than day two, but Will McClay hits, man. We can't, um, we can't, we can't, you know, shit on him or whatever. So, Roy Shell dropped a deuce. 
He just wanted to show some love. Appreciate you. And Kenny Lott, who been right this whole time. Kenny Lott dropped five and says, Dak's uh, the MVP, first team All-Pro, along with Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Kenny Lott has not lied, Scott. Scott. I don't care about none of the other stuff except that last one. That's the Super one I hope he's right about. I give a damn about that other shit. Super Bowl MVP. If, look, if Dak don't win the MVP, I'm fine. I'm right. fine. I'm fine if we don't win the MVP. I want this. If he wins Super Bowl MVP, that's the MVP you really want. Yeah, I don't. I, and, how can you, I don't get how people can get so invested in that? Sh- Give me the Super Bowl MVP. And look, once you win the Super Bowl, now you can focus on the MVP type shit because right, you got a ring. Now. Right, you got a ring now. Right, right. Next year, you can look. You can be on all or nothing. You can be on Netflix quarterback. You can go for all the stats and numbers and break records all you want to because you got your ring now. People look at you different once you have a ring, Scott. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your whole aura change. Your whole brand changes. So. It is what it is. Uh, Dimes official drop the deuce says Gilly says game blouses. blouses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dak was day two, correct? Dak was like a fourth round, fourth round guy. Yeah, it would be day. Th- is that day two? Yeah, well, two, three. Back back in the day, I don't know if it was still day two at that point, but he's technically day three nowadays. Yeah. <sighs> Marcus Hardison says at the volume, as me was still in Gilly, by the way. At the volume, <laughs> re uh, re quote from the weekend show. I'd rather be inconspicuous than grandiose. Why? Because when you build shit at the volume, I'd rather be inconspicuous than grandiose. Why? Because when you build quietly. Your enemies won't know what or where to attack. When you build quietly, your enemies won't know what or where to attack. Will still real G's move in silence like lasagna. Shouts out to Wayne. Hold this L line sleep outside UNLV young pimp, young goat, young lion. Thank you so much, Marcus Hardison. Uh, send me that email, sir. Whenever you get time, <laughs> whenever you get time, so I can get that over to Zach Ghost and he can put it in his in his um in his personal record, sir. Thank you so much. Hey Zach, can you text him my uh, PayPal or whatnot, bro? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I'm saying. Shouts out to Zach, man. He be dropping the bag during them game day live shows. Get that to him. Send that to the PayPal, bro. Gotcha. Uh, just we'll still send it to me and I'll send it. Gotcha. Um, chat, we love y'all to pieces, man. Another cool little day. Expect some more eagle hating tomorrow and the next day and Friday. Uh, but tomorrow we will be definitely previewing the uh Buffalo Bills. It'll be mostly a Buffalo Bill um preview. We're getting into their offense. We're getting we're getting into the we get into one of them, and Alex gonna let me know which one I told him. And I mean, Christian, gonna, <laughs> Christian gonna Christian gonna tell me whichever one I told him back in September. He's gonna let me know what to do, and we'll have it done by the time we get there. Um, follow the volume on all social medias. Follow Vach, uh, Vach Lombardi, V O C H L O M B A R D I, and tap into my guy Will Skywalker Steel uh, on social media. Skywalker S T E E L E, and check him out A to Z Dallas in the morning, eight thirty to ten thirty. Got a Koye tomorrow. He got Pat Nosey Walker on Thursday. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Santana Perez drive five and says, uh, pancake Tyler Smith is going crazy. Yeah, damn right he is. But the rest of y'all, man, y'all hold down for the dose of the peace whiskey till next time. Volume. Volume. Beats. 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 Beats.
But when I saw Micah had Gilly on the show, I said, oh, dog, you got the wrong one, bro. Gilly ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> yo, Scott, yo, Scott, Gilly ain't say nothing but mm and yes. <laughs> how's, oh, it, Scott, how's it feel to be a cowboy? Nice. Scott, Scott, somebody on my, somebody on my tweet says, <laughs> Julio wants his number back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.